Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 67 of the Mind Unleashed. As we always do, let's give a few shout out to our supporters. The first one is Lyft, the ride sharing app. Use our code TMUP for $20 off your first couple rides with Lyft. If you are not in the Orlando area, no worries. Uh, you guys can use that code anywhere. Excuse me for a second. I am literally. Uh, try that in no. My computer wanted to update. I don't know why. Um, yeah, use that code and restrictions do apply. But if you're not in Orlando, just type that code in. For those of you who used the code, thank you so much. I got a little kickback from Lyft. It wasn't very much, it's like $10. Um, but it wasn't, it was something to pay for the podcast. I thank you for those who have been using it and hope it's been good for you. It's been, the list's been great to me, so it, it helps me get around where I need to go. Uh, kind of sucks, you know, you gotta use what you gotta use. It's better than a taxi cab, though. So definitely check Lyft out. Highly recommend it. Also, check out CAST. CAST stands for Cinematic Aerial Services. What Daniel does is drone shooting, professional drone shooting for residential, homes, local films, short films, anything you can pretty much imagine, he can shoot. He's offering those who are trying to get their home, business, and portfolio on the market $179 per property. So if you're trying to get your business up and running, if you're trying to get a short film kind of done, definitely check him out. He uses a DJI. Amazing, amazing. He's a drone certified pilot. So you can pretty much fly anywhere. Take care of your shots. Also, check out Danny's Day Out. He is part of that. I'll put a link down below into that description if you want to see more of his work and what he kind of shoots and what he does. Amazing stuff. Also, please check out Weave Productions. Weave Productions is a local wedding center photographer company. Weave is offering you guys 20% off when you book your next wedding package with him or headshots, stuff like that. Definitely check him out. Can't recommend him enough. Code will be down below in the description and on the Facebook page also. Also, can't recommend Strumman Law enough. Strumman Law to up with our US trademark PTO. Or the USPTO, sorry. Um, walk us through every step of the way of how to start a business and how to get it done correctly. That way your brand, your stuff, is secured legally. It wasn't that much expensive. It was filing and stuff like that. Getting an attorney, the whole other ball game, but we, uh, Strauman really took care of us, walked us through every step of the way. I can't recommend an attorney enough. If you're trying to protect your brand and business and start it up right, check out StraumanLaw.com. Links will be down below in the description. Also, check out Angie Connors. Angie Connors was a real estate agent who helped us up with our home, walked us through every step of the way of the buying process, what we should be looking for, what we shouldn't be looking for. Really, if you're trying to get a home, and land, and property, and stuff like that, it's a lot to put Mary. If you want somebody who knows the, you know, upper Florida region and what we're doing, you know, check her definitely out. Angie Connors, links will be down below in the description. Honest to goodness, real estate agent will walk you through every step of the way of the buying process. Okay, guys, welcome to episode 67 of the Mind Unleashed. It has been a while. Last week was kind of bitchy and moany, and I wanted to show you into my life my stress of what it's like. You know, it's just broke as shit and trying to blah. As I mentioned last week, something magical did happen. I got a call from a friend of mine, Dakota Balls, who you guys seen on the podcast before. We did two episodes together. And, yeah, um... I got a beautiful invite for bum, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over at Disney's Hollywood Studios here in Orlando. I wasn't expecting the call. I wasn't expecting anything. I wasn't even expecting to go to the area until probably later in 2020. But, who, you know, it opens up on August. It's August 16th now. 
Uh, my parents are there checking it out, but my stepdad works for Disney, so I got to go a little bit ahead of them. They were planning on going themselves, but once they told them about the area and stuff like that, they said, all right, we should go check it out. We have a plus one. Let's go check it out. Some of my friends have already been going twice. Uh, Alan Lincoln over at Monkey Studios has gone twice. He's one of the makers, or he's one of the one of the Imagineers for the property. Helped work on a lot of the stuff, painting, stuff like that, getting a couple of the droids together. How did I enjoy Galaxy's Edge? Well, this is what we're going to discuss. I mean, I really did really fucking enjoy it. I really, honest to goodness, as a themed area, loved it. Um, what can I say? Hmm. 10 out of 10? Yes. Star Wars fan? Yes. What did I feel they kind of got wrong? I don't know. It just didn't feel, for me, a little underwhelming at some points. There's only one ride open at the moment, and that was the Millennium Falcon Experience uh, Smuggler's Run, which I fucking loved. I can, I mean, doing it again, okay, there's different experiences, stuff like that. Seeing Hondo and stuff like that on the, on the, uh, the rotating, the animatronic fluid, everything I couldn't, I couldn't want that anymore. Um, after talking to a few friends that have been to the Galaxy's Edge and that are huge Star Wars fanatics, we really kind of spoke about it. We really kind of dug deep into what we kind of thought. And me, I'm going to break my starting nurse, Star Wars nerds out. I wasn't really a Star Wars fan. I really wasn't. Uh, it took me forever to watch The New Hope, A New Hope. Uh, honestly, how I got into Star Wars was I sprained my ankle at work pretty bad. I, sp- I was out for a good, a good week. I couldn't really do much. They said, no, we need you off your leg for a couple of days uh, for a week. So I had to sit down and I went to Blockbuster Video. That's the whole am <laughs> Here in, you know, Florida. And I said, all right, let me go freaking rent all the Star Wars films. Finally, that they're all somewhat done, as we thought, before we thought. You know, these were the last that were coming out, the pretty cool stuff like that. I sat down. And I finally started watching them, and I started appreciating the filmmaking. I started appreciating the story. Um, then I got to understand it. It really was like, okay, this is Luke Skywalker, this is Leia Organa. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, let me show you the, the mug. Let me show you the mug. This is one of the things you can get as a cast member. And my buddy ended up giving him some money, and he ended up grabbing me one of these... It is a thermal cup, hot and cold beverages, and right now I'm having my coffee in it. And uh, I didn't want that wasn't a plug for Disney, but I just need coffee. I feel like I was noticing the price tag under here. Got to hand wash this. I haven't really washed that off yet. But let me show you the back since I'm not showing it. So it's got some really cool writing on it. The thing I like is. That, and then you have the X-Wing, I believe. Where's the X-Wings? Yeah, little baby X-Wings right here. So I was watching the video like, why are you moving so far? Because I'm watching a video camera too. Um, but yeah, I really didn't understand the story until later on. This was back in 2000 and... 2007, 2008... And, granted, I mean, I, I didn't grow up on Star Wars, so I wasn't really a big Star Wars nerd. I was really a big, uh, Trekkie, if you want to call me that. Uh, understood it more, stuff like that, and people were like, oh my god, you need to watch Star Wars. And, granted, I tried it. I tried sitting and watching with them, and they explained the whole story to me, and I knew who Darth Vader was, and, and Luke Skywalker was, and Chewbacca, and Han Solo, and all that stuff was. I didn't really 
it wasn't really my thing until, you know, and it still kind of isn't. Um, what am I really into about Star Wars? The thing was for me, like, I love the X-Wing. I love the TIE Fighters. I'm a huge pilot. I love the flight. I love what they do with the car, you know, the, the ships and shit like that. That always gets me. I'm like, ooh. Uh, huge fan of Chewbacca. Huge fan of Han Solo. Love Luke. Um, like Tyler. Like everything kind of Star Wars. Um, when you walk into the area, it was a little bit underwhelming. And my buddy, a good friend of mine, his wife works there also. And they kind of went in together. And he said, what did you think when you walked in? I have it all on camera. So I'll be posting a lot of this stuff soon to the YouTube page. And guys, I am sorry for those not uploading a lot of the video and stuff like that. People are like, you've been behind. Yeah, one person said, you've been behind on video. I said, it just takes a lot of time to edit on Final Cut and then bring it into YouTube and shit like that. And I've been really kind of just in my dumps of like, do I want to edit this and get it together? Why am I doing the video version when nobody usually watches them and everybody listens to the podcast? So, yeah. Um, so I got a lot of it on GoPro and we ended up going to Hollywood Studios. We saw, what did we watch? We watched, did we see Muffin Vision? No, we didn't see my... We saw something. I forget what we went to go do first. Because... Let me tell you my whole... Okay, let me break the, the whole thing down. So... My journey to getting Star Wars Land is quite something weird. I mean, I'm fucking weird. So, I told my lady, I was like, Hey, I've got a few bucks in savings. I'm going to pull out and, you know, take a ride over. Can you bring me over? Because before you go to work. She said, No, I'm not going to be able to make it in time. Why don't you just take a lift? You know? So, I was like, Alright, cool. Now, previously my girlfriend got really sick. I had to go to the hospital with all that. I ended up taking like 13, 14 rides with Lyft. Thank God they had the promotional code for like a whole week of like, they took I think a couple bucks off my ride. So it really saved a lot of money there. Um, now Lyft has updated the stuff. Now it's a little more expensive to take a Lyft, but that is one of those. But I prefer taking Lyft over Uber. And I'm kind of sticking by that. And the thing is, I just feel more comfortable with Lyft. It's just the way that they run the business, stuff like that. Uber, mm, I have friends that drive for both, and a lot of them have said, man, Uber is, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, that's on them, and I'm, I'm not naming my drivers, my friends who drive for them. I have a few friends that really do drive for them in bold. But even one of my friends was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. He does more Lyfts than Ubers, but I'm not here to bash either company. and just, you know. My experience so thus far. I haven't taken a Uber yet, ever. I tried on my Galaxy Edge experience. So let me break it down. So I said, hey man, I got some money in savings. Um, I've never used Uber before. Let me try Uber. I've heard things about it. Let me try it. The layout's a little bit differently and stuff like that. So I ended up finding some codes online from Uber. And, you know, it's like, okay, for your first three rides, we're going to give you $5 off. I'm like, cool, man, that saves me a few bucks. I'm really on a budget, you know, with saving money and paying things off I need to pay. So, let me check if I can go over there a little bit cheaper than usual. Now, my girlfriend's place is where Disney Hollywood Studios is. It's quite a trek. So, it takes about, probably about 20 minutes to 25 minutes to get there. Uh, no, less than that. About 20, 25 minutes. Um, so, I go, fuck it. Let me call. <sighs> I'm talking a lot to me on. Oh, my God. The music is much air. Um... I said, all right, let me go call for a Uber. Walked it where I usually market, you know, where my girlfriend stays, and waited. Okay, driver, ready to pick you up, stuff like that. I'm like, all right, cool. It's kind of like a lift. Moves kind of learning the app and stuff like that. I've only used Uber Eats. I've never used Uber or as a ride sharing app. So, let's do it. So, really needed to learn layout in the OS. Um, 
Finally, driver gets there, and the car was super quiet. It was like a black Prius, and I was like, oh, man, the car's kind of cool. Hopped in like I usually would in the car, you know. Hi, I'm Ollie. Yep, yep. So-and-so. Cool, man. Put my stuff down. You need help? No, I'm good. My crutch was down. Close the door. Put my seatbelt on, you know, in the back seat. Stuff like that. <laughs> this is where the story gets really interesting. So, where did they go? They don't know where you're going until you, they turn hit the, tap the screen saying they picked you up. So, taps the screen, and he looks, and he goes... Wait, you're going to Hollywood Studios at Disney? I said, yes, sir. He goes, oh, we got a problem. Well, what's the problem? The app's running and everything's running. Puts the car in park and just goes, listen, man, I'm working it out with the Uber. Um, I can't take it that far. I usually don't do, I usually don't go that far. Um, I usually do, my, all my rides usually are, the, you know, from here to here in this area. I don't go out that way to Holland, uh, Disney for reasons. And I'm like, okay. He's like, listen, I know it sounds weird and everything. He goes, I'm working it out with Uber. I just can't take you there. The farthest I can take you is Disney Springs. Now, Disney Springs is a bullshit because they don't have any buses that will take you to the theme parks. You have to, like, literally fucking, oh my god, you have to literally call for another Uber or Lyft to take you from there and then take you to what theme park you want to go to in Disney. Um, so he's like, man, do you do you work there? Are you are you a cast member? Are you just visiting? I said, I'm just visiting, man. I said, he said well, okay, where, whereabouts are you going to? Whereabouts are you going to? I said, I'm going to Disney, it's Hollywood Studios. Uh, you just drop me off in the drop-off section. He goes, yes, I understand that. However, uh, I have to go to the the tolls, the, the parking you know, people, and, and sell them and dropping you off. The minute they see my car and they see me, I could be arrested. No shit. Hand the truth. I literally wrote Uber that night and explained the whole story verbatim. What I'm telling you guys. I will not give the gentleman's name away. Uber is looking, still looking into it. At the end of the day, they ended up giving me like a $5 credit. So they're like, here's $5, you know, to say we're sorry. It's like, because I'm like, I don't even want to take this shit again. This kind of reinsured me never to take fucking Uber. It just reinsured me. But I have friends that take Uber all the time, and they're like, bro, that's like one in a million, but it's kind of weird. That's really fucking weird. They're like, that's really weird. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, because I've never had a Lyft driver say, oh, I can't take you here, I can't take you here. And my buddy Dakota, who takes Uber all the time for to get to work and stuff, he's like, yeah, man, the only time I've ever had is, man, the one guy wanted to stop and, you know, go and get his charger because he wanted to use my charger and shit. And Dakota was like, nah, man. You know, you need to bring your own charger. So, just some weird shit. But now Uber's doing some shit to their drivers, firing half of them and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, he goes, man, I'm going to cancel your ride. I'm sorry. Uh, you got to call for another driver. They could be here in a couple minutes to pick you up. I ended up kind of getting frustrated and kind of went back into the apartment, chilled out for a minute, a second, called my lady, told her what the fuck was going on. Because, granted, I was supposed to be there by about 1.30. Our time was from 2.00. Or, yeah, from 3 o'clock all the way till 7 o'clock that night. So, you give you a time for when to go into Galaxy's Edge. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? So, finally, I was like, you know what? I was only saving a couple bucks with fucking with, uh, Uber. I need to go get Lyft. I need to just get, get Lyft and, and, and fuck it. And we'll see what happens. Um, so, like, finally, I hit up a guy. You know, Mark, where I'm at. Boom, driver comes. We start chatting it up, man. And he's actually now part of the podcast. He actually listens to the podcast. So, dude, thank you for getting me there <laughs> safely. Uh, we ended up chatting. I go, you're not going to believe this shit, man. So I told him about the damn story. He goes, oh, that shit sounds kind of sketchy, man. I don't know. So we start talking and stuff like that. On the way to drive me there. He gets me there. Get there safely. But finally, I'm in Hollywood Studios. 
fucking wow so i call my buddy dakota i'm like hey brother i'm here i don't know where i work for you ready because well i'm at the front gate uh if you, if you don't security check yet i'm like no i have not so granted i carry the gopros cameras batteries stuff like that some sodas stuff like that because i had them shopping to do too um fatal empress who does see on the podcast i had to pick her up some stuff because she forgot a few things um uh, sorry i heard a little bump i'm like what the fuck was that noise i don't think my parents are home this house has been very bumpy. It's been very rainy here in Orlando and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, she sends me a list. I'm like, hey, man, I sent you money this morning. Did you get it? Because I, I missed a few things. I, I wanted to get a cast member thing and stuff like that. So I already had kind of a list of things I needed to get for the day. And I was like, okay. Um, wow. So finally, go do that. Check all my stuff. They checked me out. Thank God my um, had my charger and stuff on my phone because I had a lot of shooting to do and a lot of things I wanted to get. From the air, just a lot of photos and videos and stuff like that. So, finally get in. Dakota checks me in. We check in, and we have about an hour to kill before we can actually hit the area. Now, the area has taken over Lights Motor Action. For those with fond memories of Lights Motor Action, I've only seen it like four or five times. I really kind of enjoyed it as a stuntman show and stuff like that. I worked a lot of stuntmen over at T2-3D in um, Universal, so I learned a lot of people that used to do the show, so I learned a lot from them, and what the show really meant to them, they were like, eh, you know, it's a cool, well, they loved, 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 Lights Motor Action, they loved working there, they loved everything about what they, their stunt performance did, and it, that was what it was. So Galaxy Edge pretty much took up a lot of, re- you know, real estate from that, um, and stuff like that. So, we finally were able to check in. Our time frame came up. You go behind these like bushes, things, these little sliders that they had all set up. These planters they had set up, so you really can't like walk in. You have to go behind things. You really can't know where you're going. So you go through, and I had all my cameras locked on. And I said, "What am I allowed to do? What am I allowed to film?" They said, "You're much, very allowed to record, live stream, whatever you like to do. It's already public. It's already over in Disneyland. So there's nothing. Nobody knows. You know, pretty much a duplicate carbon copy of both. You know, both areas." Uh, is that a good thing? Yeah. I don't know why theme parks really do that. They should really distinguish themselves from other each other. But anyway, when you get in, here's where the land is kind of starts. You walk through, and there's this big archway. I'm going to pretty much put this on YouTube, and so you guys can kind of see what my perspective was. Um, if you want to see, you can just probably go somebody, somebody else's walkthrough. Um, go under, and then boom. It's like an open area, and there's really, it's really underwhelming from that standpoint. Now, there's some really cool stuff, such as lighting and stuff like that on the side. It looks like Star Wars-y, and like, planet you know, like, you're in a different universe or planet, that it should. The where the underwhelming part comes kind of happy, because it kind of takes a walk to where you have to go. You kind of have to, it's not like you walk in, it's like, Wah! it's not like Diagon Alley. It's not like, in your face, welcome. It's like, it's like, slowly, slowly, you kind of have to take some turns and stuff like that. But, where... It succeeds in my thoughts are the capacity wise. It's got large streets, it's got like tracks, it's got stuff. It's very um rocky, like it's very, very stony looking, you know, it's kinda like not like pavement, but it's very um, earthy. It's got this earth feel to it. However, for those who walk with crutches and slippery shoes, be careful. When the shit gets wet, you're gonna slide. Cause I did slide and break my ass because this girl got, little kid got in front of me and it started raining heavily bad after we got off the Falcon and we had to run. I'll even post that video on YouTube and put it in my little collaboration. Uh, um, so this kid got in front of me. We were like in a little market villa and I ended up just sliding out and this dude, big dude, picked me up and he was like, I couldn't stand up because I was sliding so much uh, from my crutch tips and, and my shoes and stuff. 
this dude picked me up and he goes, I got your brother, he picked me up and he was like, you got it? Can you stand? I'm like, yeah, just kind of let go of me a little bit so I can kind of ease myself up. And my buddy, Dakota, comes running back and he's just like, oh, you okay? I'm like, yeah, man, like a girl got in front of me. I didn't want to slam my body into her. So I put both pressure points on the crutch tips and that's where the water and the way that the ground's set up for being not, you know, non-slip, it's slippery as shit. You're going to fall. Um, I'm surprised people were running through it like it was nothing, but some, a couple people did slip as far as I was aware. So I wasn't the only one that fell on my ass. Somebody else fell on their ass too because they had a health services person there. I guess somebody busted their knee. Um, so really, really cool on that thing. There's a lot of like AT-AT tracks and a lot of Stormtrooper stuff and all that stuff like that. There's a lot going to happen with a lot of the scenery. So like, there were some parts where like Ray was walking around with Chewie. Ray was coming out of nowhere, man. Like it was really freaking weird. Um, and I got video of that. It's pretty cool because... Um, we walked in and I put the GoPro on right here. The cool thing that I really loved when I first walked in, and you guys are going to see this when I post it to YouTube, um, was the outfits, the garb, the love, the attention. I loved their uniforms. And I kind of liked the way that they talked. They were very much in code, very much in, you know, the Batu. So it's called Batu. That's how, the, you know, Dakota was like, would you only have Batu? That thing popped up. Um, but the way the GoPro caught it, it was like a wide shot, it was really cool. But I was able to turn my head, and it wasn't overly too bouncy, so you guys were kind of able to do it. But the one thing I really liked when I walked in, we were told, um, you know, be careful of our language, be careful of how we speak, not coarse words, etc., but how we address things, you know, from being off-worlders. So you walk in, and it's like, they don't know what credit cards are, they don't know this, they know, but they don't know about lifesavers, they don't know about, you know, this and this and this. So that theming of it was super fucking awesome. And the cool thing was I had my uh, BB-8 band on my wrist, which, you know, I thought I was going to need to use because I needed to pop things in, stuff like that. Didn't need it because you're, you're in your own private kind of viewing of Galaxy Edge, which was cool because I didn't feel rushed. I didn't feel anything like that. I didn't feel like I was getting bombarded with people shutting into you and pushing you around. Like, so you really couldn't enjoy to experience it as you wanted to. Uh, once we got in, like I said, we were... We had the thing for Savi's, which is, Savi's is the scrapper. Savi is where you get your saber builds. I posted, I got, I got all that video, so don't worry, I'll post some of that, how cool that was. Is the lifesaber worth $199 for those who are saber builders? Yeah, I would, I would say so. It's it's metal. It's a real good saber. The, it's kind of like the Ollivanders of Star Wars. However, the way it differs is you got to pay to do it. You can't just go in and be like, oh, I, I want to do this. No, you have to literally pay first, pick what you want, and then you get put into a side, you know, a side area, and then, you know, you're with, like, a few people, like, like five, was it, one, two, three, four, I think about 10 to 15 people, I'm guessing, um, and you, if you're family members, you can kind of walk in with them and enjoy the experience with them and kind of cheer them on, you know, you know, get into their head about what saber they're going to build. You know, it's kind of cool. Um, I recorded the whole process and how that's done. I think it's really freaking cool. I loved the cast members and how they did the thing. The presentation was cool. The storyline was cool. That was neat. Um, the cool thing was, like I said, with the GoPro on, everybody and their grandmother was stopping me. Like, because I was the only guy with a freaking GoPro on my forehead because that's the best way I can get footage instead of carrying a... I even asked a company if I could get a, uh, stabilizer and... They didn't answer me, so that's how life goes. Because <laughs> um, I was like, hey, man, like, I wonder what a stabilizer could help me out with, like, when I walk, and that's if I could stabilize video. So the, the head mount's the best thing you use for a GoPro, especially Hero 4. 
how much work rate. Um, but yeah, so when I walked in, it was cool because somebody, a cast member came up. I thought he was an actor, man. It was so cool on how he just, ah, I see you have a BBA unit on your, your wrist. I was like, ooh. And he's like, what are you guys looking for? And just kind of had his head garb on, his shades on. He looked like a scrapper. Just looked like he's been to the battle. Super cool. And Dakota kind of explained to me that when they go backstage to break some of the magic, they're able to pick their uniforms and pick what they like. So they can design their, themselves to be as much as Star Wars as they want. If they want to go a little bit less, they go a little bit less. There's no kind of actual costume. This costume is a basic outfit like basic outline of what you can do and then you can change it the way you want i thought that was fucking really cool of what that element brought i was stoked with that that shit was cool um the area kind of it's kind of clashes and my buddy john lev kind of explained it to me too he was like he said he loved it at night it was beautiful at night however it just felt like during the day and once you see everything Everything kind of clashes. It didn't know what universe it was in. If it was in the original version, if it was in the new version with Force Awakens, stuff like that, Star Wars Clone Wars, Rebels, etc. It didn't really know what it was. Um, and a lot of my friends, all of my friends agreed. They said, yeah, you see um, Kylo's ship, and you see, you know, Obi's, Obi's feeder, and then you see Poe's, you know, X-Wing, which I fell in love with immediately. I was, I wanted to hump on, jump on top of it, but you can't because it's, it's a set prop and it's, Actors go up there and they portray a little show for you, like they're fixing the X-wing, etc. Which I got in video with Chewbacca and Ray and one of the people uh, trying to fix it and get it running and, and, and stuff like that. Kind of cool, kind of neat. Um, I'll definitely post it. Uh, we went through the marketplace first to see kind of like what they had and stuff like that, and that really felt beautiful, man. The set design was fucking outstanding. I can't stress it enough. As a set designer and person that loves film, you really felt like you were in a different world and that's the thing um a little bit underwhelming for me because like going from harry potter and they're like what could you like diagonally it's just like bleh, you don't even feel like you're universal you feel not even a universal you feel like you're um in a whole other fucking park it's just like whoa where do they where do they just go to be honest it's like it's underwhelming you know it's overwhelming and there's a video online if you guys want to go if you want to check out a friend's page or a huge page on facebook uh, check out Disney Adulting. Uh, Disney Adulting Forever. I think she keeps changing. I think I got it right. I'm a f follower on the page. Uh, one of her friends, one of my friends' friends went to Galaxy's Edge and they kind of walked in. He had like a nervous breakdown because he like saw the Falcon. He was like, ah! I can lie. I didn't. For friends that broke down in tears, congratulations. You, you, know, you deserve it. For me, I didn't feel that. I, I didn't feel. Hmm. For those who are like Star Wars fanatics, there were a lot of things that got me excited. The X-Wing got me excited. The Falcon got me excited. The Q got me excited. Um, walking inside the Falcon, that was like that was it for me. I was good. I, I didn't care about much else. Um, the food, we had to hit because it started raining, and I'll go into that. But, um, but the one thing that got me, like I said, the wardrobe kind of got me, and the way that they talk is kind of cool, but the GoPro in my head, everybody kept stopping, and Oh, you have a droid unit on your head, and then what is it for? And I kind of was like, well, I'm, I'm with the rebel Rebellion, and I'm looking for, like, you know, the First Order, trying to capture their movements, and I kind of, like, blabbled because we were sitting there trying to get a can of uh, the little bombs of Coke, which is sitting right there on my thing. I want to reach up and grab it. Uh, it looks like a, it's like a circle cylinder. You guys have probably seen them on eBay. They're going for, like, I think $24. They are not worth that. Don't pay that. They're only, like, $4. Don't even, $4.99. Don't even bother. Um, they have Coca-Cola, and we came in with this virtual bottle thing with it. Special freaking cat. Looks like a detonator. 
legit it looks like a like a, like a grenade um and then they had like the little truck thing that you could stick your popcorn in with a bag and stuff like that and i think that was like 19 dollars and stuff like this there was some really cool stuff you could buy um but just the set design and stuff like that like that really excited me the set design and what it felt like i was more cool with that um where it felt underwhelming for me was just it didn't really know what it was you didn't know what planet it was on my buddy was like a huge Star Wars fan, and he, he kind of was like, "What's this fucking third song they keep speaking?" Because everybody's speaking in code. They don't know what they don't know what lightsabers are. They don't know what speeders are. They don't know this. So it's kind of like my buddy was like, "The problem that he had, and a lot of others said, it's clashing like this. It doesn't know really know what it is, what it's trying to story, it's trying to, what Batu is trying to sell to us." However, it had a mind of its own, and it was really beautiful to see. Like it was cool to see the stormtroopers walking around. You know, checking data pads, as they call them. You know, your cell, you're on your cell. What is that data pad you're looking at? You know, and, and you're like, you're looking at the data pad. But everybody made it feel off-worldly. Like, you went to go get a, a blue milk, which blue milk, we did try. We tried a blue and yellow, or no, blue and green. The reason why I call it yellow is because it is yellow-looking. It's made from, like, a mango, like mango. And the blue milk is, like, a, from a passion fruit. It's like passion fruit. Now, is it milk? No, it's more like a slushy with, like, a liquid. Um, you can get a souvenir cup, which I think which is like $25, and it lights up on the bottom, there's a little switch you can turn on, and it has a straw that comes out, it has like a necklace lanyard, so you can like put it around your neck, so you can carry it and sip on it like that. I ended up just getting the two cups of regular plastic, and you can keep them, rinse them out in the, in the bathroom and stuff like that, and then, you know, use them for later or whatever. Uh, those are about, I want to say, $7.99, 7 8 bucks for both. Was it good? Um, the blue milk I liked more. It was more like a passion fruit. It was more really good. I would recommend letting it letting it sit first a little bit. Let the let kind of the the, um, the slush kind of go away, and then you get more of that like that creamy taste, which is pretty good. Um, would I drink it all the time? Oh fuck no, no no no, not like up my alley. Um, the one lady next to was asking what kind I had, and I she had the one with rum in it. So the blue milk with the rum, and then you have there's another one with a so the, the cantina and the other places offer the the. You know, there's stands offer the alcoholic versions, which I haven't tried. And I don't know if it would make it taste any better. But it was cool. It was cool to try those and stuff like that. But it was kind of cool to see that the cast was like, everybody was kind of in on the GoPro. And the one girl I was kind of blabbing because she was kind of like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, you were kind of rambling, sir. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm trying to catch like the rebels and see what they're doing. My prosperity device. And my buddy's like, dude, you're rambling. I'm like, oh, yeah, my bad. Because <laughs> everybody just kept asking and asking. It was like my 50th time being asked about why I have a GoPro on my head. But in the way they say you have a GoPro, you have a recording droid on your head. You have a, it's blinking on your head. Why is it recording? Why is it, what is it doing? What are you doing today? So they, they don't know. They, they play like they're, um, you know, just um, naive. I was going to say stupid, but I, naive is the best good word to describe. They're very naive. They don't know you're an off-worlder. So everything you're doing is new to them. So they're kind of breaking into the character of like what they are. Thought that was super freaking cool. Thought they did a really good job. Um, the cool thing that I like about the area is there was like some water fountain things. You could actually fill your water bottle up. So as you're and the tanks fill up with like water and it like drains out. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, I got some photos and videos of that. And it'll be in. Hopefully I can add it to this video version. But I have a lot of editing still to do to get it all together. Um, so the Falcon, like I said, walking up to that was a freaking amazing. Like I would never thought I'd see the Falcon in person. Um, it's kind of cool because I like during the concept drawings and stuff like that. You would think 
like, oh, you'll never be able to get near it. You can get right up next to it. You just can't really touch it and stuff like that. I mean, they don't want you touching. You can't jump up at the gate and stuff like that. But you're really welcome to, to take a look at it and see all the beautiful detail on what the Falcon would be. Very, very beautiful and lovely. Apparently, you know, the guy, guy was able to get up in the, the Falcon for... Uh, apparently, they can do shows in the Falcon. I, I don't know yet. I, a lot of the shows weren't there yet because they're still testing a lot of the things out and they're still getting it ready. Um... From what I heard, they were a little behind schedule from a lot of my Imagineer friends who admitted they worked on it. They were allowed to post a lot of the photos that they worked on. They had a lot of painting and a lot of set work, so a lot of, you know, building and stuff like that. Something that you would never see, like, you know, hinges on doors and, and things you would never, never notice. Droid painting and stuff like that. You would never notice the hard, rustic detail. Uh, but, man, that Falcon was a beautiful thing, man. One lady had a, a 360 cam as we were taking our photo next to it, and uh, it was... Fucking outstanding. Like I said, it was a little bit underwhelming because there wasn't much to do in the area until Rise of the Resistance happened. So it was kind of like running around. It's kind of like, okay, going around in circles, 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 circles. You have one ride and then shops. There wasn't really much to do unless for the Safi's build or the Cantina, which we didn't do because um, my buddy couldn't really pick that because it was either you do one thing or the other thing. You know, the Cantina, you needed to get a reserve time to go. Uh, I'm sure we could have gone in, but we just didn't. We just didn't really want to. I guess what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep the, the minimal time down. Apparently, the one in uh, Disneyland, people have been stealing the coasters, they've been stealing the, the menus, stuff like that, and selling them online. Um, so now they, like, grab it out of your hands super fast and stuff like that. From apparently, what Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith have reported on, or not, um, Kevin Smith reported on, on Batman Beyond um, with Mark Bernard, and they kind of spoke about it and said, like, coasters were getting sold on eBay and stuff like that. Um, which I thought was kind of weird, like, what the hell would you do, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, like, it was really cool seeing the area and what, really what went into it. Does it feel like your world? Kind of, yeah, but it kind of feel, they knew how to, like, design the set around it, so there's, like, one area you walk in, it's so huge, and then there were, like, cast members, like, um, rebel, rebels or off-world, you know, people standing to block one in huge area off, and I kind of looked at Dakota, and I, you know, being a person that works in the theme parks, I go, what the heck is that for? And he goes, that's for, yeah, that's the exit. I went, for this? He goes, yeah. So apparently, they're getting ready for, you know, where you're going to be exiting. So you can only so many at a time. So they're going to have land block off, which means like, uh, excuse me, I had lunch. Uh, you're going to go in, and there's one way, one way in, one way out. So you'll only be able to do like three hours, three, four hours. This is my, this is my guess. The minute you leave, the more people come in. The next and vice versa. Um, the food was good. The restaurant was good that we went to. We went to this really cool... We had no, really had no choice because we did the, the Falcon. And that was fucking cool. That, like, made my... That was everything and then, then some. I, I only got to do it while. We were going to do it twice. But I said, you know what? I felt like I had enough in the Falcon. I felt like I've done as much as I could. We were at the pilots. We were the second in line. We were the, the gunners. So two girls were our pilots, which were cool, and me and Dakota were gunners, and then if you're the engineer, you had so many fucking buttons to push. If you're the gunners, you have buttons to push on the sides, so you're launching rockets, you're, you're shooting the buttons to shoot the, uh, shoot the uh, asteroids and stuff like that, whatever the pilots were trying to do, because they were going up and down and going into light speed and all that shit, it was fucking cool. Um, like Dakota warned me in the beginning, he's like, once you get in, it's kind of hard to pay attention to what you're doing because you're consistently looking at the wall on what you need to push, what buttons you need. So it's kind of like Mission Space, but on steroids. I thought that was kind of cool. I felt really liked. 
Um, you do put a seatbelt on, you sit down. I love the lighting. I like what they call wheelchairs. So we were going in and you, you know, Honda explained everything to you. I'm probably giving the wrong name. I do apologize <laughs> for those. Motherfucker, it's this. Um, they call wheelchairs speeders or land speeders. And I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, I was taking a photo with one of the photographers and he goes, ah, those are some weird looking saber, you know, weird looking uh, fighting devices. Or droid devices, like fighting devices or walking devices or something like that. He said, <laughs> I thought that was cool. And they were really, some people, they were really cool. Some people really stayed in character and had a lot of fun with you and really made you feel welcome to the area. Uh, it was cool seeing a lot of the managers too, not in wardrobe, but they were asking a lot of questions of what I thought. Uh, they were walking up to a lot of people, what do you think? How do you, well, how's the land treating you? You know, how's my tooth treating you? It was like, really fun. And they smiled. And I said, that's great. That's what we want to hear, you know. Are you excited for this? Have you seen this yet? Have you seen this? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see some of the shows. Kylo's ship was over doing his thing. But the cool thing was, is once we did the Falcon, like you got to sit at the table, like they take as many in as time, so it's like each person kind of gets a relaxing time. It's like you walk through and there's the table, the chessboard, and there's like stuff, and you have your car tickets in your hands, and you just go in and t we took a photo doing that. It was freaking great. And then you get called like, hey, blue card or red card, it's your turn to come up next. So I got that online GoPro and I'm going to kind of put that on YouTube so you guys can kind of see uh, what my experience was. It was kind of shaky, but it was kind of cool. <laughs> uh, the Falcon was great and I would definitely do it again. Uh, it's something I need to do every time. No. Um, next time I hope I'm in danger. I hope to do every position. I thought Gunner was fun. I think being a pilot would be cool. I think because I love piloting, even a co-pilot would be neat. Um, an engineer, I heard you, like, Dakota was explaining, is like, the people behind you have to hit, like, certain sequences, so if, like, the ship breaks, you're fixing it. And the minute the Falcon ride's done, you can see all your damage and how many credits you got and stuff like that. It was, it was super, super neat. Um, I don't know what the credit thing is going to be for. Dakota said they're going to be trying to do, like, a card that you can kind of, like, trade it in for some things, maybe, like, a little keychain or something. I'm not sure. I might be completely wrong. Might be completely wrong, so don't hold me to that. But... As we get out, we go down all the ramps and stuff like that. Florida being Florida, because I saw it as we were crossing over the Falcon, over the top of the Falcon, because you can, you're going through and you're going kind of going around the Falcon, you can kind of see the back of it. The Falcon does light up, it makes noises, it's ready to take off, it's getting refueled and stuff like that for Chewie's and Ray's next trip. Um, Han, you know, nowhere to be found. Kylo, nowhere to be found. You know, so it's a clashing area. Um, as we go out, I was wondering why everybody was on the right-hand side, and, fuck, man, rain, Florida just was Florida, it, you know, decided to rain on about two, it decided to fucking piss its brains out, um, it just fucking rained, it, you know, everything in the head, you know, it was pissing like racehorse, a lady in her ECB was holding everybody up, though, because the queue is so tight to get out, um, it's just like a little, you know, path, you know, you're inside and you're trying to get the hell out and there's a lady parked, like, like, facing us, facing into the exit and an ECB doing this. Like, really pissed off that it was, like, our fault. And, uh, in my head, like, the guy was looking at me, I was looking at him, we are all, you know, we're all talking, like, some guy was like, what's going on out there? We're like, we're all stuck, man. There's, like, nowhere we can go. It's, like, downpouring. There's people getting off the ride. like, why is everybody stopping? And you heard, boom, and, uh, it was thunder and lightning and everything. So we're kind of waiting for that to chill and then the cast member members had to come out and they had to like you know put their 
their stuff on to like kind of you know cover up from the rain you know their ponchos and stuff like that they walk out and they're like folks we'd like you to stay in here but if you know you need you guys to start moving clear the area out we don't need it too packed yada yada uh and the lady's just sitting there hmm, like she's pissed. it's like it's not our, our fault that a you're fat b you're out of shape you know and you're in an ucv and you're blocking everybody's path trying to get out of here a lot of people were like oh i hope my umbrella works and most people had umbrellas most people hadn't we're planning on it it just rained for most of the time and uh, Dakota was like, okay, we, we got to make a dash for it. Like, Dakota was like, how can we get out where it's close to this place? So when you exit the Falcon, if you go up a ramp, there's a ramp and everything. There's a restaurant you can go to. Um, and we decided to get some... We were just drenched. I got it on video. We were just drenched. <laughs> we were just drenched. <laughs> and um, so, you know, we go into the thing, and we're like, oh, I guess it's time for lunch, I guess, you know, I have a little budget to, you know, save for some lunch. Luckily, you know, it was cool to have my good friend there with me, and I can't have to thank him enough for everything he's did, but the only thing that we were getting discounts on was, uh, was the food, so, like, the cast members were great, and the girl was like, oh, he's with you? Sure, I'll give, I'll give you a discount, too, so my food was a little bit cheap, too, so I ended up ordering, um... What the hell did I end up ordering? I ended up ordering, it's called the Yum Yum Tip Tip. It's a tip tip. It's like a chicken strip with mashed potatoes and then a basil, basil, garlic, something like that on as the sauce. And you can cut the strip up a little bit and then dip it in the potato. Oh man, it was really, really good. And I like it. Uh, Dakota is not a big meat eater, so he's not a vegan or vegetarian. He just doesn't prefer to eat a lot of meat, so he eats a lot of uh, healthy choices. So he ended up ordering a, like a vegan dish or a vegetarian dish, and I go, oh, "How was it?" He goes, "Oh, it was, it was, it was good. You know, it's, it's very fresh." And I was like, "What's it like?" He was like, "It's kind of like um, sunflower seeds." He was, he was kind of explaining. I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, is it any good?" He was like, "Yeah, it's not bad. You know." So I don't think it was up to his liking, but he said he, he said he liked it. So I might be completely wrong, but we were just drenched from head to toe, ended up cracking a can of Mountain Dew, and I kind of hid, uh, hid the logo and the name and everything in my, my hand, so I was taking little steps of it as uh, as we were, uh, you know, sitting there having our lunch for the day until the rain was kind of cleared. Uh, everybody there was cool. The managers, all the cast members were great. Nobody really cared, you know. Um, everybody's kind of wondering about a good day and what I was capturing. So we ended up going around and looking for, um, what do we look for? Way to do Savi build. So Savi is, like I said, going into that, I had a lot of questions, and I got a lot of that on video, how, what's it like? So there's a little menu that you kind of look at the thing, and you break out your credit card, and like I said, it's not like a wand build thing. So it's not like, oh, I can just go in and then choose to buy it. No, you literally have to choose what you want and then buy it, and they get everything set up for you. Um, you get pulled in, you hand your card over, you hand your, they give you a little pendant, you put on your shirt or your, you know, whatever. It's pretty cool on what you're, you chose. Um, it could be anywhere pretty cool so that was pretty cool um and then we waited with people uh you know but like maybe it's about 10 i might be completely wrong on the number i don't forget i forget how many went in but it recorded it all so prosperity <laughs> with my droid uh everybody loved even the girls were laughing about the droid they're like oh you have a droid on your head what is it for and i'm like oh it's for recording my prosperities you know uh for today and i'm probably not going to be on about two for quite long so i want to relive it and they're like, ah, oh, you're going to put it in your droid to watch it. I'm like, yeah, my droid can actually do playback. So they're like, oh, that's wonderful. So 
um, went in, and the experience was freaking cool, man. Like, my Dakota chose a couple things. Like, the he chose uh, Earth Element, so he chose the green, uh, the green element and stuff like that to make it green. And then the thing goes in and locks in. It was just fucking neat. And then you could take things off and then add things in stores. So once the Saber Wood build was done, it was about 18 minutes of the Saber build. Oops, obvious. And the really cool show that was there... Um, the one thing, I watched the YouTube video before this over at Disneyland Hollywood. And the guy that was recording it with his friend said he felt a little rushed. Now, I, I gotta disagree a little bit on that, because we, I didn't feel rushed. Um, I wasn't the one putting it together, but I was recording it, and everybody had a lot of time to put it together. There was somebody there to walk you through your table, you know, your side. You know, they had two people running around, they threw two or three people running around, and to walk you through how to put it together. And she was like, you put this with this, and you could do this with this, and you could add this to this, and then what parts are you going to use? So you really got to pick and choose what you wanted to use. You got to try this, you got to try a little bit of this, you got to... Dakota was saying that he, uh, a few days earlier, he pretty much, well, he's been saving up for this for a while, too, so, like, it was $199. <laughs> and apparently they have a cast member discount, but that was the only time they were going to get a cast member discount. Um... After that, after it opens, no more discounts, no more anything. They're not going to honor anything. Who knows if that's going to stand for, for you cast members out there? Like, what the fuck? Um, who knows? It might change. We don't know. The droids are 199 credits. They don't speak in price. They speak in credits. Which I think is cool. Um, but, yeah, like, I didn't feel rushed. Dakota had so much time <coughs> to put it together. It wasn't like a rushed show. It was more of a rushed not a rush. It was more of a relaxing, let's tell a story of your, you. Because you're the one building the saber. Who are you as a Jedi? Who are you? This is going to be your, you know, your tool. You know, we got to watch out for the First Order. The First Order is out there. We can't show them that we have these, you know. The, you know. So it was kind of cool seeing everybody, once you can see people with them. Um, once it's finally fully together, I'll post the video so y'all can see the full experience. It's cool. You do the little, and everything lights up. I got to hold the saber and stuff like that. I asked Dakota once we got to our Chewbacca at, at landing or at a launch bay. Um, you know, can I hold it? He goes, Yeah, sure. You can hold it. So I was swinging around showing his his coworkers. You know, we're like, Oh, you guys went? I was it? I was it? I was like, It was cool. It was really neat. Um, really cool experience of seeing what they do. Um, we got to see Chewbacca twice. Once at Galaxy's Edge, and like I said, it's cool seeing him walk around Ray popping out her popping her head out and somewhere it's kind of weird. Um, because Chewie was just walking around taking photos, and then him and Ray ended up going up to the X Wing and like taking photos next to it and stuff like that. I guess they were fixing it. I got the video and story of that too, so it was just a little bit underwhelming. You really didn't know what was going on, you know, at some point. It was just kind of like uh, Falcon food or shop, shop, shop. You know, there wasn't really somebody up there at the woodworking shop. There wasn't somebody over here doing other things. It kind of felt a little bland in some areas. And I was like, it felt like some things were missing, uh, show element-wise. Um, I might be completely wrong. Maybe that's how it's going to be. I, I don't know. Until Rise of the Resistance opens up, I don't really know. <sighs> I don't know how it's going to turn out. I really don't. I mean, but the... They were speaking about the three sons, and it's like one son in Florida because it's hot as fuck. And, but they were, you know, doing their thing. They were presenting the world as it was. Um, 
that it, honestly a 10 out of 10. I really, for the set design, for the work that they did, everything a 10 out of 10. Um, a little, like I said, a little bit underwhelming with just, you know, if you walk in there, don't expect to do much. You're going to be shopping. You're going to be going to the monster shop. The cool thing is once we were done with the Saber Bill, we ended up going into one of the shops because they started renting again. And that was the one where they had all the monsters and stuff like that, you know, that, you know, even... And they got all the sabers. You can actually pick up a Sokotanos or Kylos or whoever you want. And they allow, they allow you to feel them. They allow you to pick them up. <laughs> Sorry. Kind of flew up my nose uh, for some reason. Um, so I ended up picking up Ahsokas. Like, Dakota had one of the Ahsokas. I had the other Ahsoka, and we turned them on and played with them. Stuff like that. You could tell, you could tell them, oh, I want to... Somebody wanted to hold Dark Mauls. So they put it together for him. And they said, here you go. And he got to hold it and play with it and stuff like that. And you hand it back, and they untail and do it, and they go, is there anyone you want to hold, like, uh, you know, Quajins, or, you know, Yodas, or whoever's, like, you know, Obis, or whoever, you know, and you got to do that. It was, the shops are really, really neat. They're really well put together. I feel like there's a lot of things that we missed that will be on day one that we didn't see. And as far as I know, you know, who knows? I might be wrong. But there were a lot of show things where I saw up in uh, Disneyland that they have, so they got to have like a show with the Stormtroopers and Chewbacca shooting and the Rebels taking over some of the bays and stuff like that, so it's going to be pretty cool. Um, there were like no stunt performers and stuff like that running around, so like I said, all we saw was Rey and Chewie, and that was pretty much it, and Stormtroopers. We didn't see much more than that. We didn't see Kylo. We didn't see a lot of things, so um, I guess they're just with the way the land's being set up now. They're getting prepared to do all the stunt work and stuff like that for the shows. I'm guessing the shows will be probably about 45 minutes to an hour. Then everybody will gather and stuff like that. Who knows? I don't know. But at the end of the day, it was a really freaking great area. And um, it was neat. The one thing I didn't like at the end of the day is like if you wanted to get one of these, you had to be a cast member to get one of these. You can't just buy this. Um, cause my girlfriend, I had to call her and say, hey, you know, I want, what do you want? She's like, I want something that's unique, something that, you know, no one else has. And I went, oh, well, you probably want the, you know, limited edition, you know, Falcon pin, which is like, it's like this, it's like this, and then it's just like, it says, uh, you know, landing, landing, and yada yada. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I felt like that was kind of bullshit. You know, if you're there with a cash you should be able to buy what you want. But it was one of each. You couldn't, you know, and Dakota was like, I know why they're doing that. And I kind of had a feeling why they were doing it also. But surprisingly, my coffee is still piping hot after about an hour now. And they're supposed to keep it cold, hot, hot for like four hours. And then cold for four hours, I guess. Hot and cold because it's vacuum insulated. It's like a Yeti. Um, but it's not a Yeti. <laughs> It's not a Yeti. Um, anyway, that was my Star Wars experience. And we got it from number, out from there. And what else did we do? I don't know what else we did. Oh, we went to Landing Bay. We saw Chewbacca. And it was that was cool. We talked to a couple of uh, Dakota's cast member friends. And everybody's wondering why I saw the GoPro on my head. <laughs> Finally got to take it off and, you know, have some fun. And... It was great meeting Chewie and getting some awesome photos, and I'll post a lot of that. So for those who are super jealous and wanted to go, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, like I said, I wasn't planning on seeing it for a while. I still feel a little bit underwhelmed. There wasn't much to do. 
and everybody kind of agreed with me and like it's like one ride and then a shot everybody about 90% of people agreed with me and like that's that's what it is Ali it's Disney it's what were you expecting you know um I was expecting more mm, but you know more um oh, one ride and then you know it's kind of like oh Diagon's the same way it's got one ride and then it's got shops shop, shops and the, the wand, ex- wand experience and then all the stuff you can do with the wand you know the RFID wand and stuff like that so I can't blame them on that front. They're Disney. They gotta make their money. But um, yeah, man, totally stoked with it. I hope my parents really enjoy it. My stepdad's a huge Star Wars fan. My mom's in love with Chewbacca, so I told her to enjoy yourself. Um, anyway, I guess that's my week from last week. Um, you guys want to, uh, you know, wait for me to post some stuff? I will try to get the videos up, guys, to YouTube. I was gonna try. To Read all my stuff. It's sitting down and editing. It's just a pain in the ass. I did like five or six edits, and then it's like Final Cut's like, oh, nothing's edited. And I'm like, what the fuck? So now I gotta sit down and re-edit. It's just me slamming video together, um, and I gotta put some audio in a couple of the oh, ow, uh, audio. I don't want. I hurt my nose or something. Poke my nose, um, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean that's life. Uh, let's see, what do I want to say at the end of this? Uh, if you want to donate, uh, I'm still looking for a gamer chair uh, for the office. I hit up uh, Twitter the other day and see if I can get some help through Amazon or anything like that. And Staples got a hold of me through uh, Twitter and said, hey man, come check out our selection of chairs. So I did, and I thanked them. And uh, They weren't offering any assistance. They were just saying, hey man, we have some definitely chairs and chairs, um, stuff like that. But I says, anybody willing to donate? I love when people don't read my what I what I put down. I say, nobody's willing to donate or sponsor or whatever. You know, I'm not loaded. And why are gamer chairs so fucking expensive, man? Like Jesus Christ, they're like a hundred to two hundred dollars for a fucking chair. I looked at office chairs, but they're not the ones I want. I want like a really comfortable back so I can kind of lean and do what I gotta do. If I gotta shrink myself down and work on a printer, I can. If I need to be um, editing for a while or in, in Final Cut or whatever, or if I'm in ZBrush or whatever, it takes a long time to 3D model. So, you know, you're in the office for a while just editing and editing and cleaning and sculpting and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's a bitch. Uh, but so far, no luck on any of that. Uh, I will be putting some Amazon links in the website uh, to become an associate and stuff like that, trying to make some cashola. Um, but if you want to donate anything, a dollar, a penny, a quarter, um, yeah, I would highly appreciate that. Your money is not going to go to waste. It is going to be used for more content, more stuff. Um, feel free to click, like, and subscribe to all of our stuff. That way, when I do need to ask for sponsorships and help, I can show them the numbers, and the numbers will climb up. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to the damn podcast. Y'all have been making the analytics look good. Um, sadly, we're still not on uh, Pandora. That's not my. That's not a problem to me. I'm everywhere else in the damn world. So, um, I appreciate all of you for doing that. Uh, like, click, subscribe. I hate saying all that crap. Um, I'm probably not going to be doing a Patreon. I probably will be doing my own kind of style of Patreon. I just don't know. That's just a lot of work for little to no, I don't know, reward. I mean, I want to give a lot to you guys, too, and I want to give a lot to the community. Um, I'm probably going to be helping out 4 and 5, donating a lot of my scrap prints to him, because uh, he does prosthetics, and I do want to have Aaron, Aaron Westbrook, so for those who haven't checked out 4 and 5 prosthetics, check them out. Uh, they're amazing. A friend of mine hooked me up with him to talk with him, and 
I definitely need to start donating some of my plastics to him because I have a lot of scrap prints that I'm not using and I have no grinder so he has a grinder that he could probably use all that plastic filament to use for uh, the prosthetic hands that he's building so I think I'm going to start doing that so I mean yeah it's a quick tack right off of myself too because I'm sending him stuff but that's some plastic he doesn't he has nothing to go looking for you know so if he's using you know stuff I'm willing to put it to a good cause instead of throwing it to the to the recyclers that aren't don't really do anything with it so tired of throwing out a lot of prints that I'm not using. Hopefully he can use them and turn it into some uh, uh, non-profit stuff. So, yeah. And I hope everybody else. Anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate all of you, and I can't thank you guys enough. And, uh, yeah, happy, Mickey, happy uh, Mickey's Not So Scary coming up tonight. I did not know it was already coming. Uh, but, um Happy close to almost Star Wars Day to all of you. I can't wait to show you guys some of the stuff that I thought, Galaxy's Edge. Um, yeah, I'm very honored and blessed to be invited to that. And that was a really good kind of calm down from all the stress I've been having for the last couple of weeks with creditors and, and wondering how the fuck I'm going to pay my bills. I don't, I don't, still don't know. But um, yeah, it was, it was great to uh, just like that. With Dakota, I can't, still can't thank him enough for sending me the invite to at least go and check it out. And uh, I didn't think I'd see that until like 2020 of, I don't know, <sighs> August, like next year. So I'm super grateful to actually go in there with literally nobody, pretty much nobody there. There was people there, probably about a, probably about a good 600 people there. Uh, that was probably about it, but it made it feel more uh, lovely so you can kind of explore and see it, as it how beautiful it is and it. It's going to be great. People are going to enjoy it. I feel like it's, like I said, a bit underwhelming because all it is is one ride for now and then a lot of shopping. And that's just kind of like, eh. Galaxy, I cannot wait. So the 29th of August, log in and then log on the Disney app. Go to your Google Play or iOS store or app store and definitely freaking type that in, the uh, Disney app. And <laughs> just log in. I'll probably post it to our Twitch or Twitter or whatever like that when it opens because I'm kind of curious what that wait time is going to be. Uh, they didn't have, like, a standby. They had, like, the regular line open, and we got the, we were moving pretty quick on that, so it was pretty cool. They didn't have, like, a Express or, or Single Rider open, so it does have Single Rider, and it does have Express. Or, sorry, Fast Pass, sorry. That's Fast Pass, but not yet. So, the queue was cool. The queue was really neat. Um, but, man, that Falcon was, like, everything. It was, that, was, that was the creme de la creme. For, for me, and so was the X-Wing. Those are my two giveaways from, like, takeaways from that thing. Um, I was happy. The blue milk and the green milk, they were good. I wouldn't drink them every day. And it wasn't milk, so I was like, ah. Oh. I was kind of bummed, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, I'm super, super grateful. And uh, thanks again, Dakota, for everything. I couldn't thank you enough for the invite. I really needed that to kind of come down off my pedestal of stress, and that was amazing, and meeting so many cool people, and, and that was awesome. Anyway, guys, thank you all again. Uh, link, subscribe, all that good stuff. It helps me out in the long run, guys. I highly appreciate it. Um, and always, guys, keep an open mind. Have a good one. I'll talk to you later. See ya.